Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, we're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit. And we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. Hey, friends. Glad you uh, tuned in today. We've got another, uh, we think it's a good podcast. Hopefully you're enjoying these. But it's a subject that we talk a lot about in our home. And I think it's really been in the last few years that we have discovered this concept and we talk about it a lot, and it's amazing now that we're, you know, kind of very aware of what this is, that we see it so prevalently in society today that it's glaring everywhere. And it's a cause of so many different problems in our country and in the world and in families and in job sites, but a lot of it, and it deals with this concept of abundance and scarcity. So if you get nothing else out of this podcast, and if you just stop it after two minutes, (laughs) we hope that what you get out of this is that our discussion today is that we believe with all of our hearts that if you live an abundant lifestyle, and again, we're going to talk about this, but if you live an abundant lifestyle and not a lifestyle of scarcity, you're just going to be happier. You're going to look at life better. You're going to be tons happier. And so you know, with that, Jennifer... Babe, you always have a lot of like quotes and things that you bring up and you do all the researches like the life coach. So you know, give our listeners a little bit of some framework about abundance and scarcity. Okay. First off, though, I want to say, I think even though we just put words to the concept, you have lived your, I think, all of our marriage very abundantly. It's your personality. Babe, that is amazing. It you is. said it. Thank you. You always see the grasses, or not the grass is always greener <laughs> on the other side. We don't want to see that. Well, that's but. happened sometimes too, but that's not the case. But yeah. But I mean, like you always are like, every now and again, you get a scarcity mindset. But I think for the most part, you've really tried to, um, you've always given freely. I mean, you've helped so many people financially or otherwise, but I just think it's just in your personality, in your DNA. If that is seriously like the, like this is live people. So I'm just telling you like I am like like that seriously is touching you. Thank you. Yeah, and, and I think we've tried to teach that to our kids. And I hope so. I love to inject life into like other people because I just see too many people like they just kind of don't live life fully and wholeheartedly and with abundance and and I'm just like man, this life becomes really boring and really lifeless and dull and meaningless and on and on and on. So. Thank you yeah. for saying and, that. And so anyways, my point is you're very generous. You're very willing to give and help and of your resources, of your time and all these things, which I think is so great. So give us some framework a little bit about like abundance, lifestyle and mentality yeah. versus a scarcity mentality and lifestyle. What does, so what does that mean? So if you have an abundant, um, it means you have enough and more. You're like almost overflowing. Mm-hmm. Right. And abundance can come in lots of things. I think the first initial thing we think is money, mm-hmm. but it's your time, um, your energy, your resources, your outlook, yeah. just so many things. It's a way of thinking. And scarcity, it's almost I envision like someone just like holding on to the last dollar that they have and just like 
hoping that <laughs> like I'm never going to make another yeah. dollar my whole life. I can't get rid of this one. It's like they just they feel like they're depleted. They never have enough time to get anything done and they're just always like exhausted and working hard and and it really has to do with your mindset. Yeah, it does. So I'm, I'm going to take listeners for just a quick journey for just a second is to say with an abundance lifestyle, let's imagine like air for a second. And imagine you had an abundance lifestyle and said, you know what? I think everyone believes this. There's enough air to go around for everybody. Imagine you have a scarcity lifestyle. And you're like, there is not enough air. Like quit breathing. Like you're, you're just <laughs> wasting all of the air. There's only so much air to go around. Or you have a big family and there's like one chicken on the table and there's like 12 of you. And you're kind of all looking around at one another. Like there is not enough chicken to go around. What do you do? You fight and scrap for that. You feel left out if you didn't get enough versus you're sitting down at a table and you're like, you know what, guys, there's enough chicken to go around for everybody. You know what? We're going to be good. It's the, you know, five loaves and two fish. Is that the right number? Is it five loaves and two fish? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I mean, and so, and so you have that mentality. There is enough. And I think that's one of the great lessons of that parable that Jesus gave is to say, there's always enough. Yeah, right. and it's so true. And you it's like almost you feel lighter and and it really you can create abundance with your thoughts and you can create that feeling of abundance. You yeah. just have to practice. It takes practice. For some, for some it just comes natural, I think. Yeah, well and here's the deal is it so think about a scarcity mentality. This is kind of how it shows up in the world. One, it's like we look at a pie. And all of a sudden, someone cuts the pie, and you realize, uh-oh, this pie is being depleted here. There's not enough pie to go around. And that pie could be, you know, metaphorically speaking, it could be jobs, right? You graduate from college, and you're like, there's not enough good jobs to go around, and therefore, if my friend just got a good job, like, I'm not going to get a good job now. And it's like, no. If you think abundantly, you're going to say, there's enough good jobs for all of us to go around, And I might need to like move or I might need to like tweak some stuff on my application or I might need to interview better. But there's enough good jobs out there that just because you got one doesn't mean like one's taken away from me and it's like I'm not going to win two. You can look at it and say, I think it shows up in wars. You you can fight wars over this concept of there's not a lot of oil. We're going to run out of oil in the world. And so we've got to go fight for ours versus you can say, you know what? We can go find other wells or we can go find other offshore things or we can come up with, you know, fracking or whatever it is, you yeah, know. Yeah, we can uh, other ways to, I mean. We, we have other energy Tesla. sources. We've got electric vehicles. <laughs> like there's different things you can say. We will have ways to go get around and to have energy sources. And so, if you, you know, if you think about that, there have been wars fought over scarcity mentality that there's not enough. So I think that going back to the pie analogy, imagine for a moment as the pie gets sliced, imagine you thought, you know what, what if we just grew the pie? What if the pie just gets bigger all of a sudden? It's like, I don't have to freak out and think like, just because you got a piece of pie, I can't be happy for you. That, that's what you see a lot is that you've got a good job or you've got a great family or you got into this certain school, your kid got on the team, my kid didn't. It's like, that's terrible. I'll I'll tell you, this is a true deal for us. This is terrible. And I'm sorry for any of our gymnastics family that listen, but this is the truth. In gymnastics, there's only three spots on the podium, right? Yeah. And so when 
our oldest daughter was a competitive gymnast and you would secretly, even though you're a team competing against other teams, there were little mini competitions in between there because it was a scarcity mentality of saying, there's only three spots on the stand. And you took joy a little bit in a sick, twisted way. It's like, oh, their daughter wobbled on the beam or she didn't stick her landing. You're like, sweet. Now my kid's got a spot to go get on the stand. Or imagine you could just say, all of our kids did amazingly well today, and you just had the best meet of your life. That was awesome. Didn't matter you got on the, the stand or not. You know that you did your best, and that was enough. Mm-hmm. More than enough, actually. It was the best meet you've ever had, and and someone saw it, and we got it on film or whatever. So I think that all of that happens when it comes to, to scarcity versus abundance. Yeah. And the thing I love, like, during the holidays, I think everyone's kind of almost – it's more – a feeling of abundance is going around because people are into giving and um, helping and serving and donating. And um, we're focused on what we're giving someone as opposed to what we're getting. And so I love that about the holidays is it really creates almost a feeling of abundance. People are happier and they're singing and kinder holding the door open. And, you know, too bad we can't carry that in through the rest of the year. I mean, we totally could. Right, but somehow we we live abundantly we, for six weeks, and then <laughs> then we're shutting it down. Yeah, we feel like okay during Christmas we have to do this, but anyways, but you know you could you could start doing that. And think about how different the world would be if we started having lenses of abundance. Think about politically; it's like got to be all or none. You know, we beat each other up because like it's like there's not enough, right? And you can look at that to say no, there certainly is enough. We might need to reallocate resources someplace, but there's enough. Yeah. Even with God, I I personally believe people who are pretty religious, whatever their religion is, I think have an abundance life, you know, outlook. Because all of a sudden you realize this isn't the only life. I've got more to give. Imagine, you know, we we say in our house all the time, like Jesus always has enough. Right? Fill in the blank. He's got enough love. He's got enough mercy. He's got enough grace. He's got enough whatever. So imagine, you know, we, we talk about, in the scripture, we'll talk about, you know, in heaven, like, my father's preparing a mansion for you. Like, what if you get to heaven? It's like, oh, we just ran out of real estate in heaven. <laughs> like, man, you almost made the cut. No, we look at God as saying he's got enough, and it makes us happy and joyful. And so I think that if we can have that sort of an outlook, it will bring hope and joy into our life versus I've got to go fight. Yeah. There's only so many seats on the bus. There's only so many good jobs. There's only so many kids that can get into that school. So if my kid doesn't get into that school, they're destined for failure. It's like, no, there's a lot of different roads to Rome, man. Like you can get there and maybe it's a better path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's so true. I like the, um, if you've ever been through like a drive through Yeah. And like the pay it forward concept. Oh. I think that's such a great way to be abundant. I've never personally experienced that. But I think sometimes I think I should just start it. Why don't I start it? I should. I'm yeah, going like pay to. it for like yeah. the person behind you. Say, hey, I'm paying for so-and-so behind us. Yeah. And then you get to that, you know, they get to that and hey, you know, your meal's been paid for. And so I just think finding ways to live think- abundantly and also really focusing on your thoughts because yeah. if right now you're thinking, oh, how do I do that? I mean, thinking things, I have plenty of time to get everything done. 
when you say that and think that, you're going to get everything done. And you calm down. And everyone has 24 hours in a day. It's not like some people get 26, some people get 36, some people get 20. We all have 24 hours in a day. There are some people that get more things done, and those people are probably thinking more abundantly. Yeah, and so all of a sudden they can say, I, I make choices right. to say what brings me happiness. And so I might need, again, you know, adjust some resources to get me what I want to have of abundance. But by having an abundant outlook, and, you, and I think you said this earlier, we really have to train ourselves for this. Some people may be born naturally with it, but I think we can all train ourselves is because you say this and we try to teach this to our kids, and this is something I've learned, is that thoughts lead to actions, actions lead to behaviors, and then a bunch of behaviors make up a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So if you want to have an abundant lifestyle, you kind of go backwards is to say, what behaviors am I doing? And then go backwards from that to say, what are my actions? Because a bunch of actions make up my behaviors over time. And then it goes, ultimately, what are my thoughts? And if I have a bunch of scarcity thoughts, I'm never going to go have an abundant lifestyle. It's so true. And I think um, another thought I have been so blessed, I want to share with others. So just thinking things that make you want to think and be abundant will really, I promise, make your life so much more happier. And we've experienced this. We, different things and experiences in our life have made us realize like, oh, that's the purpose. That's the reason we're all here is helping and serving and doing these things. And we're going to have a better life if we do that. And I think we can look to other countries and it doesn't have to be wealth. It doesn't have to be whatever. It, it can be like, again, there's enough and being able to share what you've got. Yeah. You and know? I always tell the kids, I mean, we've been very blessed in this life financially and otherwise. But it is our job and our responsibility, I believe, to share and give with others. And I think our kids, I want them to feel that and experience that and see other people. They can be happy with so little. Right. I, I've got a great story for that. Okay. Is, you know, um, we had some friends that started a nonprofit in Ghana and they would go over there and uh, they were building schools, I believe. And they would have like a bus or a van or something take them from like their hotel into the village where they were at. And this one particular woman would bring a box of dots, which, you know, it's just if you know those candies, it's, oh, they're just They're awful. like gummy candies. I'm sorry if you're a dot lover. Like, oh, my gosh, they're awful. I got sick as a kid one time. But anyway, they brought a box of dots to um, the village. And she gave one out to each one of the kids. And it got down to she had one dot in the box. And three kids that were there. And this person, one of the kids, actually took the single dot and tore it into three pieces. And so all three of them could have that. And I look at that as to say, you know, these are some of the happiest people around that have nothing. And they choose to live abundantly. So it's really, it's a thought process. Yeah, it has nothing to do with how much money is in your bank no. account, what your house looks like. It's really what you're thinking and how you're thinking um, about your life and the resources you do have because we can all live better, more abundant life if we choose to. Yeah, I, I remember, and if you're kind of wondering, sometimes this was something I, I read um, a talk by some leader um, in the LDS church years ago, and he was talking about if you kind of want to look and see like, you know, count your many blessings kind of thing, is to start to think about 
your blessings and just say prayer with just thanking Mm -hmm. and do it for like a week or so. And I did that one time. And at first it was kind of the basic generic things. But then I tried to make it so that every day I was grateful for something different. And it would be unbelievable how you would get by the end of the week and you're thankful for all these little things. You start to realize how much you really have. And so one of the things I try to do every day before I, I wake up, and I probably do it six out of seven days, but the alarm goes off, before I leave bed, I um, I think of all the things besides snuggling with my wife. It's a, <laughs> Or before I ask you some harebrained question that I had a dream of in the middle yeah, of the night. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, whatever. And I've got to answer that. And then... Or something uh, I was worried about. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, at least you've learned to ask me now in the morning and not like as we're going to bed. But it's like, I'm like, babe, don't ask me that at midnight. Like, you know, I'm trying to go to bed and wind my mind down. So at least you wait for the morning now for these crazy questions. You're welcome. But yeah, thank you. I'm way to learn it. But I look at it and say, um, I tried before I leave the bed, I think of about five things that I'm grateful for in my life before I leave. And it just sets the day in a good tone already to say, gosh, I am blessed. And it doesn't, again, it has nothing, it's anything financially or whatever. It's like, I'm grateful for my wife. I'm grateful that I've got another great day on this earth to go do something with. I've got amazing kids that, you know, are healthy. And you start thinking of all that, it makes you want to go live abundantly. And you're like, so it starts to change your mindset. So you can go from a scarcity mindset to an abundant mindset can take some steps. It probably takes changing some thoughts and some different, you know, things. But over time, you'll eventually, those thoughts will lead to a lifestyle. And it's possible and it's going to be so much, you're going to have a much happier life. happier life. Yeah. Friends, one of the greatest compliments you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. 